You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Seven twenty-one on this Monday morning. Get us on the Kia Tassie open line. Text us in on 0437 You might have a question for the Lord Mayor Anna Reynolds, who will join us just after eight o'clock. You can also get us on the Kia Tassie open line via phone. 1,342, 15, Hobart Kia movement that inspires. That's exactly what our first caller of the morning, Andy, has done. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, boys. How are you today? We're going well, mate. Good, what mate. can we do for you? Uh, I've got you a question like I do with Andy and Gazy here every Friday afternoon here in, in, in Victoria, every Friday afternoon at three thirty after the news. Okay. Okay, my question this afternoon this morning is maybe you're three of the best of the best Tasmanian basketballers come out of Tasmania. Oh. Gee whiz. Tim, you wanna go first or would you like me to? Stewie? Yeah, Stewie'd be up there. Mark Nash? Yep. They were my two first go-tos. And... Kathy Foster. Have to be one. Andre Greenwood would be another one. Hugh Greenwood? I thought. Hughie Greenwood? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we haven't got a long history of great basketball, is it fair to say. But if you ask that question in 15 years, after the Jack Jumpers explosion down in Hobart, I think we might be able to give you a few more with a bit of luck. We'd love to hear from you too on the Kia Tassie open line 1342 or text us on 0437 552 As I mentioned, the Lord Mayor of Hobart, Anna Reynolds, will join us just after 8 o'clock this morning. But, Pony, let's have a look well, at surely, cricket. Well, surely, Breno, plenty of our listeners want to ask Anna some questions. So You'd we'd think love so? to see that come through on the text. Definitely. Certainly been getting enough people asking about it um, on social media and even some private people texting or calling, but... You want to ask a question? Get on the Kia open line. Send them through. Now let's go back to the draft last night. Uh, watching from home, I feel like it, it's not staged, but it's staged managed pretty well. Is that a fair reflection of the night from your end? Well, it's funny you say that, Brent, because it's a TV show. Yes. What, Thank so you, what Tim. were you expecting? Oh, I don't know. Just uh, yeah, no, it is what it I is. I think everything that. that's on telly is is staged in some way, but it was certainly live. So you're not getting behind the scenes together before and saying, no. you do this and you do that? And... No. Okay. And again, so a lot of the time, Howie didn't know. He doesn't know who, obviously he doesn't know who they're going to pick when he's walking over to the table. He doesn't know if they're yep. going to pass. So the, I think it was really difficult when, when teams were passing because then he's got to then drag it out talking about nothing mm. until we are going to an ad break. Um, so again, yeah, it was. Of course, it was staged a little bit. It was set up, but um, no, it was all live. It was all, um, yeah, it was. It was a challenging thing for him to do. I wouldn't like to be him. And then again, I think sometimes with the coaches, they don't give him too much, do they? <laughs> no. I mean, he went over to ask questions. They said, "Ah, oh, well, you know, we're just we're backing our local talent, and that's what we're doing." Okay, thanks, mate. Well, you're on telly, so can you give us a little bit? That now would be you... my only thing. I thought that some of the Everyone plays their cards a little bit close to their chest, don't they? Rather than just just tell us what you sh- 
you know when they come up and say, oh, we've got a strategy. Well, tell us what it is. Tell us a little bit. You don't have to, you know, just stonewall every question, which mm. I felt it was a little bit at times. Just got a text in here on the Kia Tassie open line. Matthew Knight and Ian Davies say hello. That's in response to the basketball question. That's a fair shout too. Chris Golding, are we claiming Chris Golding as well as a Launceston-born Tasmanian yep. basketball player? I don't know. Probably, yes. That claiming? was the question. But again, feel free to text them through because my basketball knowledge is fairly limited, to be fair. And I didn't know he was going to ask that question. I wasn't prepared for it, Brent, were we? So you you're going well. to miss the odd one, aren't you? You did well, Tim. Now, back to last night. We, you said the strikers are pretty happy with who you've got. Very so happy. I, I think we'll leave it at that and focus on the Hurricanes. Let's go through pick by pick. So Chris Jordan was the first name called out by the Hurricanes. Yeah, Thoughts? I was a little bit surprised by that. I don't know if what you thought about that. But, um, I mean, obviously teams have gone in there with the plan and their first one clearly was that all-rounder in, in Tom Curran, who then was retained by the Sixers. Uh, and Tom Curran he is an all-rounder, but he's also a specialist death bowler, I guess. So that was, if you get Tom Curran, you get the death bowling and you get a number six. And I think all they did then was basically go for the death bowling again with Chris Jordan. He's someone that, um, you know, he bowls good Yorkers. He's got good change-ups. Uh, but with his batting, I think what they've traded there is probably a Curran was a six. Jordan's a number eight, so you probably lose that that batting power there, which isn't a bad thing for them because they've got young Mitch Owen, Tasmanian kid, who could probably now fill that role at six or seven that he may not have got had they've um, got Tim Curran when he when he uh, Tom Curran when he was retained. So um, obviously the role they wanted was death bowling was the first priority, and and they were their first two picks. But yeah, I think. A lot of people in the room, I'm not sure on their draft board, as they say. I don't think they would have had Chris Jordan in the first five or six picks. I wouldn't have thought. Okay. And, and, pro- and neither with the Hurricanes. He was obviously their second choice in the yep. role that they were after. Yeah. But he, he's a proven performer. He's done well all around the world. Um, he's still getting a game for England's T20 team, which is the best team in the world. Um, he is a very, very good fielder. Um, and his death bowling is... You know, he's it's right up there. So you, you pair him now with Nathan Ellis for the Hurricanes and all of a sudden those last overs from 16 to 20 when teams are looking to hit you out of the park can actually become a real strength of the Hurricanes. Um, and if they can nail that, again, with the batting they've got, uh, they've got the twin spin this year. They've you know, they've got a pretty well-rounded attack now. Riley Meredith, Billy Stanlake. Um, so I understand why they went for that type of player. Tell me about Sam Hain. Name I haven't heard a heap of. I know he played for the Heat yep. last season, but what can you tell us about Sam, Sam Hain? So Sam Hain is actually an Australian with is an he? English passport. He played right. Queensland under-19s, and then for some reason, I'm not so sure if, whether his family moved to England. I think he's, maybe his mum or his dad are English, but he was he's a Queensland underage cricketer. Okay. Uh, he's played for the Heat. Um Middle order batter, and again, a real... Like, if you look at the Hurricanes' top four, it is stacked, isn't it? So you've got Wadey, Ben McDermott, Caleb Jewell at three. No one at four, sorry, and then Tim David at five. So you've just got power, 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 number four, Tim David power, uh, Corey Anderson power. So Sam Hain is not going to hit you out of the ground, but he's a really nice foil and a really good pick, I think. He's really consistent, number four. His numbers, he was on our list a little bit further down. Had we have not got the guys we got, uh, he was someone we were certainly interested in because we needed a number four or five at the Strikers. Um, 
but his strike rate and his average for a guy who bats in the middle order in the last 12 to 18 months has been really good. And as I said, he's he's not going to come out and kill you, but he's really clever. He he hits all around the ground. He chips the ball. He runs hard between the wickets. Uh, he's got enough power, but he will certainly be a really nice foil for the guys the Hurricanes have already got. Um, he, and he's a really good pick. And I think a lot of teams would have been interested him in him in the next round. And just really quickly, because we've got to get to the news, uh, tell us about Corey Anderson to our final pick last night. Yeah, really another, quickly, Tim. another interesting one. Hasn't been playing a lot of cricket. He's obviously retired internationally. He's moved to America. So he had a really good MLC. How high quality that is, we don't know. Um, he looked like he'd been in a reasonable paddock from what I've seen, but he can still hit the ball a mile. And again, if you can fit, you can have David at five, Mitch Owen at six, Corey Anderson at seven. It gives you not only really long batting order, but a really powerful one. And he also bowls left arm. So to, again, to have that different angle, um, if someone's going to be able to bowl across a right hand or to bowl away from a, a short boundary, he gives them that option. Um, and he's been all around the world and, and played, you know, internationally for New Zealand and done really well. And he's played in a lot of franchises, so he's really well experienced. Um, and if he gets going at like a Bell Reeve Oval type ground, the end of an innings, him and, Tate, him and Tim David will be worth watching. I want to get your thoughts too on the girls a little later in the show. Uh, the Hurricanes WBBL side picked up uh, Ismail and Smith. So we'll look forward to asking about that a little later. But we've got to get to new sport and weather. Just a reminder, if you've got a text for the Lord Mayor Anna Reynolds who will join us shortly, 0437 555 is the number to get us on. Off to new sport and weather and back with Andrew Jenkins from Taz Racing next.